Someone once told me that every solution ultimately becomes a crutch. And I found this to be true. Every tool, technique, shortcut, hack that you depend on eventually becomes a crutch. Try going a day without your phone. Try going a day without the internet. Try going a day without social media. Everything in your life, even things that are good, that are positive forces in your life, you can at the very least learn about yourself and learn about resilience and learn about adaptability by simply doing without it for a while. It can be very gratifying to just give yourself the permission to experiment, to test, to swap things out when they're not working or even if they are working. Because ultimately, the point of all this is to live a meaningful life. If personal knowledge management can enhance that feeling of satisfaction, I would turn to it, and if not, find what will. Let's talk about the limits of digital note-taking for a second. The extent to which you find these techniques useful depends on the season of your life. I find that I really turn to knowledge management during periods of intense change. When I first get a new job, you know, those first few days and weeks, you're just trying to find your bearings. There's so much information coming at me. I just need a place to put it while I kind of make sense of things. When I move to a new city, there's all this new information coming at me. When we had our first kid, there was so much information that I had to learn. Those are moments that I especially lean on knowledge management. But it's not that you perfectly do the same number of things all the time forever. It waxes and wanes, just like any other habit or routine or ritual that you turn to in your life. There are situations where what's most important is not to perfectly capture specific pieces of information. So for example, I used to take digital notes when I was talking to people in face-to-face, one-on-one meetings. And I'd be there on my computer, and I noticed over time that they were kind of distracted. They were looking at my computer, they were looking at me. They kind of, it seemed like they didn't really know if I was listening. And eventually I realized, oh, even if I tell them, I'm, oh, I'm taking notes, I'm listening intently, oh, this is just my note-taking application. There's something, and in fact, studies have shown that just the presence of a digital device makes you distracted. The priority in that moment was that the person felt heard and felt like I was present with them and felt like I was fully paying attention. That was more important than my perfect documentation of every detail. There's the world of technology and let's call it the world of mindfulness. At first they seem at odds. They seem like polar opposites. But I think something also happens when you become more fluent. You become more fluent with how technology works. And when that happens, I actually think note-taking complements focus and presence. One example is I love taking notes walking around cities. I'll take a photo of a poster or like a mural on a wall that someone painted that I think has some kind of edgy, cool designs. I'll record some sounds. I'll record a voice memo. I'll write down some thoughts that I have. I'll write down a quote from like a plaque on the side of a building. And it's just amazing to me that surprisingly often, you know, that photo that I took of a mural ends up influencing the design of a logo for a product that I'm creating. I'm actually paying more attention as I walk through a city because I know that I'm taking notes. I'm looking for something. I'm on the hunt. This soft awareness, but also very, very sensitized to my environment is, is a state of mind that note-taking evokes for me. It's inherently something that is valuable to me. Get smarter, faster with videos from the world's biggest thinkers. 
to learn even more from the world's biggest thinkers? Get Big Think Plus for your business 